Thanks for hanging out. You can catch the Remy and Casey show live Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. on 92.3 WIL on your radio. Or download the 92.3 WIL app. You can also enter to win concert tickets and use the feedback feature to participate in the show and join the conversation. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Let's go Monday. Monday. Monday, the last full week before Christmas vacay. Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're taking uh, like a not a, ha- not a full half week next week. That's an oxymoron. We're taking a little bit next week. We're taking week. a little bit next week and then we'll, we'll be off for the rest of the year. That's like, we call it the morning show migration. We're like no morning shows in the St. Louis area are on the air for that's the next right. two weeks. Uh, but we will be, ha- we got a week this week. We're going to talk about Friday. Man, what a scary night that was yeah. uh, for a lot of people. We're going to talk about that this hour. Uh, but also last week, something that came to our attention was that Tim McGraw has selected his openers. And he put out a really cool video uh, with Russell Dickerson, Brandon Davis, and our very favorite, Alexander K. Yes. So we're very excited about that. Hopefully, I've heard that we're supposed to talk to her this week at some point. Right. We've been in in the works of like because they've got it. They've got a show here on the fifteenth, uh, which is Wednesday night. But task at hand, we've got Tim McGraw tickets up for grabs with Remy versus Casey today, as well as Brad Paisley tickets. So it's going to be a tough one to choose this time. Uh, we'll do that at eight o'clock. But let's get this show started. Let's do this thing. Let's get this week going with little Jake Owen on ninety-two-three WIL. You loved it, didn't you? you I loved, loved it. that. Remy and Casey. Well, Friday was kind of scary, not going to lie. And it was interesting because I wasn't sure. They had talked about severe weather happening like two days before. They're like, how do you, like, there's going to be tornadic activity potentially on Friday. And they were talking about it on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you already know all this? Yeah, I, I remember seeing it on the morning news and thinking, oh, you know, yeah. we hear about this all the time. Yeah. Not usually in December. And I feel like whenever there are these kinds of storms in a time when they're not supposed to be like December, like I remember New Year's Eve tornadoes that happened years ago that were also devastating. And it seems like this time of year just just produces some really nasty storms if they if like tornadic activity happens. But I remember on Friday, we got a text message from our afternoon guy, Marty, who was like, Casey, you okay? In a group message, and I was like, what is going on right now? What is happening? I know. I'm pretty sure you and I, in different locations, our telepathy both just stared at our phones like, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I realized, oh, I you, I live in Creve Core now. The sirens must be going off in Creve Core. Mm-hmm. Luckily, well, not luckily, but I was at my parents' house in Waterloo, out in Illinois. But, you know, I was able to respond and say, yeah, I'm not there. I'm at my parents' house, and we're all in the basement, and it's... We're chilling. Yeah, we're, we were mainly, we were spared. I feel like in, in the Monroe County area, there, everything went pretty north of us. Still some lightning and, and rain and stuff like that. But man, you hear about the the Amazon, um, the Amazon Fulfillment Center. And my heart goes out to all the families and, and people that were affected by that. It just seems so devastating to go to work one night and then not come home. From your work at a fulfillment center. You know, right. it's not like it's a necessarily a risky job. You know right. what I mean? And seeing all of our first responders and everybody get out there as, as quickly as they possibly could to to help rescue those that they could rescue. 
Uh, obviously, we thank our first responders for every every bit of everything that they did on Friday night to, to help out. But, man, we got it. Kentucky got it. They're talking about how this F3 tornado went like 230 miles. It may be the longest tornado, like, touched down of, like, all time. Mm-hmm. And you were saying how there was debris 30,000 feet in the air, like where air- yeah. airplanes fly. What was the what was the picture that, that you saw a story of a, a photo that made it way to yeah. Indiana? I just was watching um, KSDK, the news this morning. I, I'm pretty sure a St. Louis area family lost a like photo in the tornado, like an old black and white family photo that had like the names written on the back of it. And somebody in Indiana found it, posted mm-hmm. it to social media, said, hey, just in case anyone in our area lost this. And it was from a St. Louis family. It's like a 150 mile journey or something so like that. So far. And the fact that it made it intact and within just a day. Yeah. What, yeah. Our our heart goes out to all of those that we lost in this uh, this tornado that happened on Friday night. There were over 30 tornadoes, I guess, through this line. Uh, also, thanks to all of our like meteorologists that stayed live for, I don't know how long, they were live for several hours keeping everybody posted and, and making sure that everybody was as safe as they possibly could be. I think there's a, a candle factory in... Kentucky that got hit really hard. So uh, it's just, it's not what you want to come back on a Monday from, but uh, it happened. And uh, we just wanted to, to acknowledge that and, and send our heart and our thoughts and prayers out to everybody that were affected in those tornadoes. So um, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much all I got. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. Uh, you can follow all the, all the updates and everything. We've got stuff on our website. You can check that out. Remy and Casey. I went to my first Christmas bar over the weekend. And how did you feel? And it was fun. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. And I, I mean, normally these bars are like, they go buy something else normally. And then they just, they change over to a Christmas bar over the holidays. I think right. it's, you know, mainly to get people inside and whatnot. I think the one that we went to is called, I think it was called Tinseltown uh, in Granite City. And it's normally like a restaurant and bar, but uh, they changed the entire inside to just nothing but Christmas. It was so decked out with Christmas stuff. And I had way too many drinks that tasted like pine trees. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, pine trees in a good way? No. No. <laughs> I just feel like sometimes these Christmas bars, they, they go a little too hard on the holiday spice part. <laughs> and my first drink, I was like, this is squeezed from the needles of a pine tree. It has to be. <laughs> is that the only drink you had was a pine tree one? No, I had a I had a pine tree margarita as well. Uh, uh- so, yeah, but it was it was fun. It was just fun to be with with friends and in a in a Christmassy kind of environment. But I know this is kind of a trend over the past two or three years where like we've got like our promotions director. You have you been up to Wrigleyville and in Chicago and they like every single bar is a just a totally different place. I get invited every year, but you know how it is around the hall- holidays. You're too busy. But someday yeah. it's like on my bucket list to go up to Chicago and do all of the whole line of Christmas bars because supposedly they're just spectacular. Yeah. You're going to one this weekend here though, right? Right. I Well, not this weekend. I moved it. So in December sometime, I will be going to the public schoolhouse in Cottleville uh-huh. and they do every holiday, not just Christmas. So like St. Patrick's Day and yeah. Valentine's, all that good stuff. And it's so much fun. The drinks, that's the one you need to try out, Remy, because the drinks are always good. And they have like appetizers and stuff. I think I just chose the wrong one. We had shots that were called elf juice. 
And those are pretty good. Okay. And there's like apple pie shots, which I feel like apple pie moonshine shots are very delicious anyways. But uh, that was a lot of fun. So. And you guys, look, have you gone to see like Christmas lights yet? We drove, we actually drove past the Worldwide Technology Raceway. We were giving out tickets to that all week last week. And it was so packed. I've never seen so many cars in my life the cars were like wrapped all the way around the racetrack mm -hmm. and there was a line to get in off that light there uh but we were going to our friend's house and we we witnessed that and we were like what if we just took the kids like by like on the road by and just said oh look at the lights over there those are really pretty look didn't, at those <laughs> didn't actually drive through it you gotta be strategic when you're planning on going to like uh what is it tinley park or um candy cane lane all those areas, because mm -hmm. before you know it, if you're going to try going on a Saturday night, you know you're sitting in line off the highway for yeah. half an hour. Yeah, we'll probably end up going, but I think we're probably going to go on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And you, you guys know. just put up the rest of your Christmas decorations. We did. Halfway and, uh, through the month. Yeah, and, uh, well, we put up like trees and lights and everything, and then we didn't put ornaments on or any of the garland on the, the stair rail. And I was like, you know what? As I'm doing this yesterday, I was like, why am I doing this? We have two weeks left. Like, let's be honest. In the name of the holiday spirit, <laughs> yeah. that's why we're doing it. I will say the house does look a little bit more festive, which is nice. So uh, let us know where the where the best bar, where the best Christmas bar is on the Facebook page. I just posted this up there. Uh, and I know there's a bunch that we did not talk about here. So yeah. What's your festivity strategy on this? Yeah, we may we may just uh, hit up one of these bars. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Brett Eldridge, Remy's favorite. He is my favorite. I know. Have you seen his poem that he put on Instagram? Is it about me? No, but I can't wait for that one to come Dang out. Dang it! <laughs> Dang it, Brett! Instead of releasing a song, he wrote, I wrote this poem. When I was having a tough day, so I'm going to share it. Also, it is on Instagram, so instead of like sharing a photo with it or like the text of the poem, he shares a video where someone follows him through a walk in like the woods, a wooded area. Yeah. And it's just like this person following Brett for a whole two minutes in silence of them walk, walking and all you hear is like the crunching of the like ground uh -huh, and the uh -huh. wind and Brett's looking around with a soft smile like he's in a music video being he, followed by probably his secret girlfriend. He was taking a forest bath. A forest bath? Yeah, it's a thing. Okay. <laughs> and the poem went like this. I woke up feeling less than myself, tried writing down all the words, but it didn't help. I walked along the bridge through the park at the commons, still hurt, held its grip more than I wanted. I tried to escape every way that I could. Then I realized not feeling this way could be good. For how could I know the feeling of bliss if life was all smiles and love without risk? So today I soak in all of this pain. The more I feel, the more that I gain. Yeah. Brett Eldridge does a lot of speaking about um, mental health. He does. And making sure that your energy is good and pure so that when you're waking up in the morning, you can put it into the things that you love and not into the wrong spaces. And I think also, and no hate to Brett because we obviously love him, but he's one of those people that you can really see his insides manifest on his outsides. Mm -hmm. Like when he's not doing his best, the poor guy just looks sick. <laughs> 
you could definitely tell. I mean, we we were we were like hadn't heard from him in a while, and then you know he popped mm-hmm. back up again with a post on his Instagram that was basically like going through it. This is what's happening, but I'm open about it. Yeah, and I think it, he pointed out something that I struggle with on a weekly or daily basis or whatever, where I just always want to be happy. You just always want everything to be up, but that's just not how it can be. Right. Because you need those down moments to appreciate the the good moments. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a good reminder there for sure. But yeah, that Brett, he's, man, we would get along. If we, you two would get along. We, if we could just sit down and just like, we, we could have a good podcast. You'd be I think. having... Deep little fireside chats (laughs) singing Christmas music. Gosh, that would be so awesome. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. I feel... It's it's such almost like an out of body experience. You don't. It's hard to even believe it happened. The feeling of almost being completely out of control. You completely trust your life is in the hands of other people. I swear, I feel like William Shatner was kind of the same way when he came down from space. When they you know touched the edge of space for a little bit, and then you come down and he he's just like super. <laughs> what the heck just happened? But that was an amazing. Thing. Moment, yeah. yeah. Michael Strahan just went up to space, completed his 10-minute trip on Saturday in Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin rocket. He was one of six passengers who also included Alan Shepard's daughter. Alan was the first American astronaut to go to space in 1961. Uh, just crazy. Like, of all the people in the world, no offense to Michael Strahan, but Michael Strahan... It does seem a bit random. <laughs> it does seem a bit confusing. One of the first celebrity space travelers... Not Brad Pitt, Michael Strahan yeah. from the New York Giants. <laughs> uh, just kind of fun. I'm glad that I'm glad that everybody's safe. I just feel like that morning of you know that this is happening. You hug your family members. You got to have a little bit of feeling like this could go the wrongest of wrong. Yeah, this happened to me with when I flew with the Blue Angels. Like totally felt safe in the hands of whoever the whatever pilot was going to be taking me up that day. Right. But you just kind of have to relinquish control. There's nothing you can do at this point, right? You're trusting everybody else who has either made the aircraft, piloting the aircraft, the people who take care of the aircraft, uh-huh. all of those things. And you'll have the time of your life. And he did. And it sounded like it in his interview, so that's good. Uh, Congrats to Michael Strahan. Next story, three in five Americans report feeling the most tired they have ever felt in their lives. Hi, my name is Remy. Even worse, over half of those say they think no amount of sleep can cure their lack of focus, according to a new study. Uh, One uh, of the 2,000 people surveyed, nearly 60% said spending so much time inside since the beginning of the pandemic in in early 2020 has permanently diminished their energy. Man, if that's the case, like, if 2020 had that much of, a, of an effect on people that were still feeling tired because of it. I am going to be the devil's advocate in the room. Go for it. Yeah, this should be good. I think it's a bunch of BS. <laughs> I think it's, like, trendy to say that we're all tired. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you... And everybody's going through their own journey. You, you got them kids and three dogs. I don't want to be dealing with that. I understand. Um, Other people, I'm sure, are caretakers of people in their family. Other people are business owners. Everyone's going to be tired. But instead of talking about how tired we are, because it's kind of a boring conversation. What time did you go to sleep last night? 
What did you have for dinner? Chick-fil-A, that's not going to do it for you. Get some vegetables. <laughs> what are you going to do when you get off work today? Scroll on TikTok. I don't really know that that's going to re-energize you. Go yes. for a walk outside yeah. like Brett Young or Brett Eldridge, whoever we were just talking about. I don't know. I just feel like that is the thing. Like when you're in a room with someone, oh, man, I'm so tired today. Well, why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And blaming it on the pandemic, I understand it to a certain extent, but it's another one of those things where I'm like, okay, well... It's been a year and a half now, so let's make some changes. She's going off. Let's figure this out. She's people. going off. I'm going to tell you that that uh, that family thing will that'll come up and get you. I that'll, believe you. That'll that'll slowly transition, and you'll be like, I'm 40, and I have no energy. <laughs> but Casey's telling me I should stop complaining right now. I'm not so. saying stop complaining. <laughs> I just feel like it's something we talk about a lot. So like, yeah. what's the solution? No, it is. It is. It is. And I think that uh, uh, having a healthy diet and going to bed on time are two. Essential things for sure. That is definitely for sure. Next story: naming a pet isn't like naming a kid. You can name your dog anything you want, and it won't affect their life at all. But for whatever reason, we as humans always tend to lean towards a, a handful of names to call our dogs and cats. Right. Female dogs this year: Bella, Luna, Lucy, Daisy, and Lola. Luna is one of our dogs. True. So that's cool. Love feeling totally original. And unoriginal at the same time. Uh, male dogs, Max, Charlie, Milo, Buddy, and Rocky. For cats, Luna also on the list mm-hmm. as number one. Bella, Lily, Lucy, Nala. And male cats, Oliver, Leo, Milo, Charlie, and Max. So my son's name is a male cat name <laughs> as well. Which I get because, you know, Leo, Leo the lion. Lions. It makes sense, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Raiders by a landslide yesterday, 48-9. to nine. They've got the Chargers next Sunday, kickoff at 7-20. The Blues lose to the Ducks in OT, 3-2. They'll face the Stars tomorrow night, puck drop at 7-30. And you can find more unprofessional news at 923WIL.com. Sorry to anyone who I offended. Go on with your tired Monday. <laughs> All right, time for Remy versus Casey. We've got our contestants, Logan in Maryland Heights, Joe and Eureka. Joe was on the phone first. So who do you think is going to win? today you think it's gonna be remy or casey uh, i'm gonna go casey go casey Ooh, okay. this is the fight of our lives it's time for remy versus casey on new country 92.3 wil back for another week of remy versus casey remy uh starting to claw back a little bit a win on friday it's gonna make you feel good i gotta do a lot of work here you do because she was handed a couple of questions jingle fast a couple of questions we're never gonna hear the end of this <laughs> Handed a couple of questions in her elf costume. I don't want to hear it. Uh, Remy got the win yesterday. He's going to start today. Casey, you will uh, begin in the hallway. This is a game called Slogan Showdown. So 45 seconds on the clock for Remy. I will read him a famous slogan. Most are current. Some are previous, but they're big enough where you should know them either way. So you just have to figure out what company it is. Again, if you don't know the answer, if you want to skip one, just say pass, and we will move right along so this is nerve-wracking don't get don't get nervous there's nothing to be nervous about you're gonna do great here we go yep 45 seconds on the clock number one what company is this how doers get more done go home depot question number two the few the proud the marines question number three where's the beef arby's question number four maybe she's born with it maybe it's maybelline question number five Let's go places. Uh, let's go places. Um, pass. Question number six. Bet you can't eat just one. R- ruffles. 
Question number seven. This is an older slogan. It's everywhere you want to be. It's everywhere you want to be. Ah, I know it. I don't know it. Ah. Pass. Dang it. You're done. All right. Casey's going to make her way in. You kind of took a while with that last one. There's struggling a couple with of those it a that are going to haunt me in my nightmares. Well, I'm sorry. Casey, you're going to have to bring your A game here. 45 <sighs> seconds. If you get an answer you don't know, you don't like, you can pass it as many times as you want. Just let me know. We'll move on to the next one. So 45 seconds on the clock. Question number one. What company does this belong to? How doers get more done? Go. How doers give it a Home Depot? Or is it Lowe's? Home Depot. Lowe's. <laughs> it's Home Depot. <laughs> Question number two, Casey. The few, the proud. The Marines. Question number three. Where's the beef? Manwich. <laughs> Question number four. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe, Maybe it's-, it's Maybelline. Question number five. Let's go places. Travelocity. Question number six. Bet you can't eat just one. Lays. Question number seven. It's an older slogan. It's everywhere you want to be. Uh, pass. Question number eight. Good to the last drop. Water. <laughs> Question number nine. I'm loving it. McDonald's. No. Easy one. Oh. Easy one. Yeah. We got a winner for sure. Question number one. How doers get more done? You both said the Home Depot. You are both right. All Good right. job. One point yes. early on. Question number two. The few, the, para- the proud. Of course, it's the Marines. All right. Two, two. Yep. Nice start. Where's the beef? Remy, you said Arby's. Casey, you said Manwich. Your second Manwich <laughs> answer in like the last week. Made me hungry for some sloppy joes. I see where I went wrong. It's neither. It's Wendy's. No! <laughs> it's Wendy's. Where's the beef? Is it really? Yeah, apparently. So 2-2 two, two, tied still. They have the meats. That's what Arby's we have, has. Yes, that, there you go. We have the meat. Question number four. Uh, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's... Maybelline. That's correct. You both got that one right. 3-3 three, three, tie. Right. Moving on into number five. Let's go places. Casey, you said Travelocity. Remy, you skipped that one. It's Toyota. Yeah. Oh, man. Toyota. Let's go I places. Should know this. We should know this. Don't you have a Toyota? Yeah. Forerunner and Corolla right here. Life. Mm-hmm. Some Forerunner guy you are. <laughs> <laughs> Question number six. Tied up at three apiece. Bet you can't eat just one. Remy, you went with Ruffles. Casey, you said Lay's. You fired that answer out. It's Lay's. Nice. Dang it. Casey, the 4-3 lead. Uh-oh, Remy. I know. Uh-oh. Number six. That's number seven. The older slogan, it's everywhere you want to be. Remy didn't have an answer for that one. Casey didn't have an answer for that one. It was Visa. Oh, mm. okay. Visa's way back in the day. Uh, and then question number eight. Good to the last drop. It's Maxwell House. Not oh, water. It's coffee. I was going to say Folgers. Good guess. Yeah. And of course, I'm loving it is McDonald's. Casey has a 5-3 win yeah. over Remy. I love when what? she sings opera. <laughs> does it make you cry? <laughs> yes, it does make me cry. <laughs> oh, it's great news. Casey. 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 Casey wins. Joe also wins. Joe and Eureka, do you want to go see Brad Paisley or Tim McGraw? Your choice. Tim McGraw. All right, going to see Tim. Logan, we got you the uh, Brad Paisley tickets, and tomorrow we shall play again. More games, more fun. 
more tickets to give away. We're coming down to the wire here. I know, and I'm a little nervous this month. I'm Not- winning, and I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Remy and Casey. Welcome to Remy and Casey's Monday Morning Mystery. We have literally no leads on the tree. When it comes to 270, there's that. There's a If you're driving past 270 right now at 44, there is a decorated pine tree that's out of nowhere. Right, right, where like, the like bluffs start on both sides of the road. Just one? Just one tree. Within them all. And it was lit up, and I'm assuming that the batteries died at some point. But now it's just like decorated as like, it's got, you know, little ornaments on it and everything. No leads. Yeah. Zero. We wanted to know what it was all about, who's decorating it, if it's for a purpose or just for fun or as like a joke. And apparently no one knows. Yeah. Nobody knows. But this week, so if you do know anything, 314-954-9230, you can always uh, hit us up on all the socials to let us know. We posted a video about it last week and did have a lot of interested people, but nobody knew anything. So this week we wanted to talk about the hidden treasure that's in Forest Park. Now we've talked about this a couple times, but there was a book that came out in the early 80s that was called The Secret, A Treasure Hunt. And did you read this book? I didn't. But the treasure is basically one guy hid 12 keys in cities around the country and left these incredibly cryptic pictograms and clues as to where you could find them. The keys are buried in a dozen ceramic coffins about three and a half feet deep in city parks throughout North America. Each key holds and can be exchanged for a jewel that's worth $1,000. So it doesn't really seem like it's a lot of money. It's maybe like a ruby or something or a sapphire that's like $1,000. Two of them have been found. That's it. One of them was in Grant Park in Chicago, and mm-hmm. I don't know where the other one was, and I don't care. But one of them is supposed to be here in St. Louis yes. in Forest Park. So the poem in the book that pertains to Forest Park is, At Stonewall's door, the air smells sweet. Not far away, high posts are three. Education and justice for all to see sounds from the sky. Near Ace is high, running north, but first across in Jewel's direction... So you automatically think like jewel box, right? Right. Is an object of Twain's attention. Giant pole, giant step to the place the cask is kept. So some guy, an explorer dude, was like, I'm going to figure this out. Mm -hmm. And I think he did. I think he figured it out. You think he knows the exact location? Yes. So what's the problem? So there's a big issue in that before, I guess there was this whole, there's like a garden, right? And it was a circular garden. It was paying uh, homage to, I believe, a, a Korean memorial uh, over in Forest Park. And it was all floral, but it was, in, it was in the shape of a clock. So apparently vandals took to it. And yeah. so they replaced that with what is now a working sundial. But and it's, it's like this, huge? It's huge. It's 10 feet tall. And so the theory is that's where it's at. It's underneath that now because before oh. there was nothing on top of that of, of that spot. Right. So you could have like dug to find it, but now it's probably covered by this new cement. Yes. So Oh the, no. So he's saying he's saying that it's either been buried deeper or it's was it was destroyed when they were like using the backhoe to dig it up. Oh. Well, that's so disheartening. I wonder if anybody had found something weird. Like, I wonder if any of the construction workers 
had found anything weird at this Korean memorial. I don't know. But now, see, you had me hyped up. I was about to head to Forest Park with a treasure map in my hands. I mean, it still might be there. Also, no one go to Forest Park with a shovel. Like, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah, and apparently the uh, the rangers there get calls every once in a while about someone who know, like someone who thinks they know exactly where it is and just if they can dig one hole. I, you can't dig holes in Forest Park. You just right. can't do it. It's against the law. So that also prevents people from doing this. So the guys that found the one in Grant Park had to do it like in the cloak of night when they did it so that no one saw that they were digging a three and a half foot hole. Right. I don't even know how this, how did this guy bury them in the first place? How'd they get away with it? These are all questions. And that's why it is a Remy and Casey Monday morning mystery. Let us know if you have the answers. Yeah. Do you know anybody that was on the construction crew for that? Yeah. When could that have happened? It was the late 80s. It was mm. just after this book was like published. And, and then the guy who, the explorer dude who actually figured this all out, or figured out is until it like even, 10 years later. Is it a bigger conspiracy? And the guy who buried it, buried it, knew that there was about to be a sundial put on top pretty soon. And so then he put it there so that no one would ever find it. And then it's just a mystery that sends us spiraling 30 years later. It's very it's very possible. All of these things are, are possible. So if you know anything, if you have any leads to either the Christmas tree on 270 and 44. Probably much easier. Or the hidden treasure in Forest Park, let us know. You can find us on all the socials, 314-954-9230 if you know anything. Uh, but that's it's always fun to do these because I like... I like exploring those weird things that everybody hears about. But no one really knows. Exactly. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Ah, you heard this, right? Over the weekend? No, they didn't the play Sounds of wedding yeah. organs. You you were, you were at a very traditional wedding over the weekend. I was at a very traditional St. Louis Catholic wedding. So did they do they do that at the end of a Catholic wedding? I forget. That I song? They have no songs usually, right? It was... <laughs> it's very somber. <laughs> they, there were songs. Um, they could have. I'm sure they probably had that at the end of it. A new study looked at what women really want in a marriage proposal. And 66% say they would prefer a private setting as opposed to a big, elaborate public display. The same amount would like to would like it to be pre-planned rather than spontaneous. And 85% of women say they feel there's more pressure on their partners to plan a unique proposal than in their parents' generation. So they're saying uh, no, no jumbotron proposals. No jumbotron, please. <laughs> Some some women do want a uh, a large diamond. They didn't ask what the worst ways to propose were, but yeah, the jumbotron. I don't know. You kind of got to know your partner, right? Right. You got to know what they're not. Maybe tolerance is a bad word, but like what they would prefer. What's gonna mean the most to them? Now, if she's a Cardinals fan, that doesn't mean we should maybe do it at the Cardinals game. <laughs> maybe that means. Um, it's in, it's on a big game day, but it's still somewhere intimate between you guys. But then you get to go to the game after. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Or should friends and family be invited to be there right after the proposal? Are you celebrating? Right. Those is, kinds. Is of there things. a party afterward? Yeah, but I, I I'm not sure because there's always that that little chance that she says no in front of everybody. That's a good point. <laughs> and then you'll you'll be a YouTube star, and I guess. 
that might be the positive on the other end, right? Uh, I guess. <laughs> Next story. According to a new study, baking a batch of Christmas cookies in the U.S. costs about $6.10. You don't think about that. You're putting all the ingredients in, but they didn't specify how many cookies that is. But in most recipes, a batch is about two or three dozen. The most expensive place to bake a batch of cookies is in San Diego. I feel like that's probably the most expensive place to do anything. It is $12.40. That is double the amount that it costs anywhere else. LA is $11. The cheapest places are uh, Charleston, South Carolina at $2.23. Oh, wow. West Virginia is $2.90. Des Moines, Iowa, $4.13. There you go. You want to go to a cheap place, North Carolina. That's like checking out. How expensive is it to live in certain cities? I don't know. How much does it cost to make a batch of cookies? I'll right? probably tell you. Yeah. It's a it's a weird gauge, but it's there. Uh, next story. Experts say that if you want the perfect nap, try a nappuccino. The term dubbed by management, is, uh, management and behavioral expert Daniel Pink is a technique to maximize naps by combining coffee with 20 minutes of shut-eye. This happened to me yesterday or Saturday where I, I literally had a latte uh-huh. and I fell asleep right afterwards. And I was like, what is the point of this coffee? Isn't that the exact opposite? But apparently it's supposed to be good because the, this method helps decrease the amount of adenosine, adenos, the, chemical, the chemical in the body that causes sleepiness. Okay, so you're not so drowsy when you wake up. So you wake up from your nap and you're ready to rock. Yeah, he said the effects of a nappuccino are magic. And are great are a great restorative ritual to use after a few hours of work. There you go. Everybody's so tired. Get you a nappuccino. <laughs> Drink a cup of coffee and go to go to sleep for twenty minutes. <laughs> we'll see if it works. I'll try it out today. The Chiefs beat the Raiders by a landslide, forty-eight to nine yesterday. They've got the Chargers next Sunday. Kickoff at seven twenty. The Blues lose to the Ducks in OT, three to two. They'll face off the Stars tomorrow night. Puck drop at seven thirty. Remy and Casey. We've reached that point in the show where we must celebrate our famous friends. You ready? Yep. We've got some famous friends you probably never heard of. But back in Madison County, our crowd is second to none. So over on at the Edwardsville Police Department, give me a second to pull back up because I got way distracted by someone who uh, may have uh, an answer to the tree on 270, the decorated Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, So I navigated away from that. But I do want to say congratulations to the Edwardsville Police Department is proud to announce the swearing in of new officers, Kelly Fisher, Andrew Bodie, and Justin Benton, swearing in of the newly promoted Sergeant Jason Pennick and also Lieutenant Barry Jones. Uh, you got to congratulate these fine officers as they begin their new roles in the department. And this was on December 7th. And obviously, whatever happened over the weekend, they were thrown right into it with oh, yeah, the tornadoes were. and everything. And also, shout out to any first responders that uh, responded to the Amazon Fulfillment Center tragedy over the weekend. Uh, again, the, your, na- the names probably aren't known of the first responders, and they should be because I feel like every single one of you guys is a hero and good going in there and and making sure that everybody's okay as much as you possibly can. So uh, shout out to those new recruits over there at the Edwardsville Police Department. Thank you for what you do and all of our first responders. If you know a famous friend that you think we should shout out on the air, make sure to hit us up on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page or on the app in the feedback section. Russell Diggerson, 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. We talk about how sometimes there's artists that show up multiple times in a year. 
and he is going to be one of them for next year. Oh, yeah. Because we have him for Hot Country Nights, and then he was also announced on the Tim McGraw tour, along with our good friend Alexander Kay. We posted the uh, the call up of when she got the call from Tim, like just had no idea what was happening. Can you imagine being called up and saying from Tim McGraw, hey, can you open can you go on tour with me and open my shows? Right. That's, I can't even imagine how that feels. Just watching it, my stomach like dropped. Yeah. She's been grinding for so many years and now finally like it's, it's time. It is time to open for Tim McGraw. Really cool. Uh, tickets for Hot Country Nights. If you want to see Russell Dickerson before the Tim McGraw show on sale, 92.3 WIL.com. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Luke Combs. First off, first First and foremost, I'm going to start by saying I like when people that do interviews and conduct them, it's not your average interview. And Barstool Sports is really good at that. Everybody who has the internet knows this. And they just put out a Sunday conversation with Luke Combs, which I thought our listeners would enjoy. So I posted the whole video to our Facebook page. Also, the link is on our Instagram story, so you can check it out there, too. And they cover things that, like... You know, a little bit more in depth than just uh, tell me about this last single. What was the writing process? Who helped you out with that? It's fun stuff. It's like it's like an interrogation, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> like they do it like an interrogation, as in, so you dropped out of college. Why did that happen? Yeah, it like gets straight into the nitty gritty of things. And oh. You're a hunter. Do you mind killing animals? You're scared of horses? It's a, a disdain. There's a disdain for horses. Is that why you got into killing animals? Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. You love to kill animals. <sighs> that's a tough... It's your hobby? It's a tough way of saying it. Mm. I love to eat. AKA like hunting. <laughs> <laughs> that is fun how they, how they put that, but I feel like from our perspective, if Carly Pierce is going to sit down with us at Jingle Fest... She's not expecting that. You know what I mean? So guaranteed. But that would be the fun of it. It would be the fun of it. But Luke Combs definitely knows going into that type of an interview that it's going to be crazy. He knows what he's getting into. Also, the host of Sunday Conversations, um, Caleb Presley. Sounds like Dax Shepard. He knows Luke Combs from home. Like they went to high school together. Oh, okay. So they go way back, which I'm sure made this interview more fun Mm -hmm. anyway. Like I said, you can see it on our Facebook page, on our Instagram story, and it's only like four minutes long, but it's worth the watch. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey. We are on our way out today, and thank the Lord, because it has been a Monday. Uh, It just feels like a Monday. I don't know why. Maybe because we're getting very, very close to vacation. And I said this to my daughter last night. I was like, Daddy's going to go on vacation here in a little bit. She's like, where are you going? (laughs) Our grandma and grandpa coming over to watch us, and I was like, "Well, sometimes you can go on vacation. You and don't it go just anywhere. Means staying home." Yeah, so I was trying to explain that to her. But starting next Thursday through the end of the year, uh, we'll be gone. So that's just kind of—I I feel like I've taken that those same days for the last however many years I've been in morning radio. So uh, that's happening, and I think maybe a little bit of senioritis has kicked in there. Also, we talked about our Monday morning mystery this morning, which was the buried treasure in Forest Park, which is cool and interesting, but I think it's like a it's like a cold case. Like it's something that in, until the Korean War Memorial gets replaced or moved or something, will we ever know? Probably not. Because that's where 
we think it is. So that's where uh, a, a famous explorer who has come by St. Louis, I think it was like early 2000s, this guy came through here and was like, it's there. Here's why. And it all makes sense. But we can't get to it because it's underneath the memorial. It's underneath concrete. Yeah. But even more interesting is that our Monday morning mystery from last week was the Christmas tree on 270. We the mi- Christmas tree on 270 at 44, which when you drive by, you'll see that it's decorated. At night, it used to light up. We think the lights might have died. Um, and we got a response on Facebook. Somebody was like, hey, I heard you were talking about my Christmas tree on the air. Mm-hmm. Turns out that's not exactly... There's another one. I'll have to... Uh, yeah, there's multiple. Apparently, there's multiple trees. Not not only just here, but we got one from like the Ozarks the other day. Yeah. Somebody said that they decorate a tree every uh, year near the Ozarks. We're going to get to the bottom of this bottom line. We're like tomorrow, we're going to talk to one of the creators of these trees. Yeah, we're going to talk to the one who creates the decorated tree off 270 and the Doherty Ferry Manchester. I'm going to have to uh, check this one exit. out. Yeah, I'm going to have to check this one out because I don't, I, I'm like visualizing. I can see all of 270 in my head as I'm driving home every day and I can't, I cannot visualize where this is. So I'm going to take extra notes today and see if I can't find the one that we're going to talk about tomorrow. But we've got that and, you know, just, uh, just, it's, it's been a Monday. So we talked about, a little bit from the tornadoes on Friday and how scary that was. Uh, thoughts and prayers to all the friends and family that were affected by that. Man, that just rolled through and rolled right on through. And then for another 230 miles kept rolling through and multiple states affected. I believe there's four different states, four different uh, governors that got on the phone with the president about uh, relief efforts and things like that. So just a weird weekend, weird weekend. Happy that we're uh, we're moving on from that now. We're going to see 74 on Wednesday again. Lovely. But thankfully, no storms are going to be associated with that one. So yes. uh, we're going to get out of here. If you missed anything from the show today, make sure to check out the Remy and Casey show podcast. And we will see you tomorrow. Peloton, let's go. This holiday with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.